Friends in Christ, it was nine years ago, this exact time of year, I was serving as the rector of the Seminary of Our Lady of Providence, just a few blocks away from here. And my mother was struggling in the final months of her life with a terminal illness. And she was admitted to the intensive care unit several times at Our Lady of Fatima Hospital, just about a mile away from here. And so frequently I would go there to be with my mother and to sit with her, to be with her in her difficulties. And there's one night in particular that stands out for me. I had gone there and she was struggling physically in a very particular way. And I made the decision to stay up with her that entire evening. And so it was that dawn finally came and she said to me, awful, awful. And I responded, yes, mom, I I know it's been an awful, awful ordeal for you. And she said, no, she said, you, you look awful, she said. You should go home and get some rest. I never forgot that, that in her struggle, in her own difficulty, she had the capacity to care for me and to want the good for me. I'm sure that all of us could point to similar moments in our own lives with our own mothers, or for those of you who are married with your own wife or your own sister. St. John Paul II, in his writings, says that's not an accident or coincidence. He calls it the feminine genius. In 1988, he wrote an apostolic letter called Mulieris Dignitatum, on the dignity and vocation of women. And he talked about this capacity of women to love. And in fact, he says, women are first in the order of love. And so there is an order of love, he says, that women participate in, in a particular way, first. And he uses, by example, the church and the Blessed Virgin Mary. And so in sacred scripture, the church is referred to as the bride of Christ. And Christ is the bridegroom. And so the church as bride receives the love of her spouse. Jesus loves us on the cross. He gives his body and blood as a sacrifice of love to wash clean the bride and to feed her. Christ gives the bride of Christ, his wife, his spouse, the sacraments, sanctifying grace, and the church distributes that love to the world, having received them from him. And so it is with the Blessed Virgin Mary. She receives the love of God. She conceives in her womb, and she gives birth to Christ, who is love incarnate. She who receives love then distributes that love to the world. That's not a coincidence, John Paul II says, that that, that the bride of Christ and the mother of God are women. That women are first 
in the order of love. He goes on to say, The moral and spiritual strength of a woman is joined to her awareness that God entrusts the human being to her in a special way. And so certainly God entrusts the human being to men and women. John Paul II is clear about that. But it's in a special way that God entrusts the human being to the woman who teaches us how to care, how to love. This weekend, in our first reading, the book of Proverbs, we hear about the worthy wife whose value is beyond pearls, often described as the valiant or the virtuous woman. Now, reading says her husband, entrusting his heart to her, has an unfailing prize. And so just as God entrusts humanity to the woman, it's the husband who entrusts his heart to that wife of his who's an unfailing prize. And having received that gift from her husband, she goes on to distribute that love in a visible way. The reading says she brings him good. She works with loving hands. She reaches out her hands to the poor and to the needy. She shows us what it looks like to receive love and then to respond in a visible way by the way that we act and by the way that we live the gospel. Jesus in the gospel for this weekend is trying to encourage us to respond in the same way with what we've been given. And that parable is about receiving from God all that the Lord wants us to have, the talents, and will be judged as to how well we've responded. But the parable begins and says, A man going on a journey called his servants and entrusted his possessions to them. He entrusted his possessions to them. It's more than simply talents. It's more than ability. It's it's more than material possessions. He's entrusting his heart to them. He wants them to respond by bearing great fruit so that they can share their master's joy. That's the goal of the Christian life, that we can share our master's joy. And it's women who teach us how to receive that gift from God and how to distribute it, how to bear great fruit. We close the homily this weekend with the opening paragraph from Mulieris Dignitatum, in which St. John Paul II is quoting the end of the Second Vatican Council that's reflecting on women says the hour is coming, in fact has come, when the vocation of women is being acknowledged in its fullness, the hour in which women acquire in the world an influence, an effect and a power, never hitherto achieved. That is why at this moment, when the human race is undergoing so deep a transformation, women imbued with the spirit of the gospel can do so much to aid humanity in not falling. 
you know, we acknowledge and recognize that in the world we live in, humanity is falling in the family, in political life, in so many of the violent conflicts that we find in the world around us. Women teach us in the order of love how to change that, how to receive the gift of God and to respond by the way that they live and the way that we love. How are we called to imitate that same gift? Mm -hmm.